So yeah, that's the first half. <laughs> How does it feel seeing yourselves back? Uh, yeah, weird. Very weird. But it's, uh, I mean, it's a completely different thing when when you do something to a script, right? You can kind of remember, right? Even if a long time passes, you can remember the words that you spoke in that script. Yeah. But when it's unscripted, like what we did, you forget what you've said. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, right, and obviously years <laughs> passed, and all of a sudden you're hearing words that, did I really say that? <laughs> is, is, Do is I that sound what, like is, that? Is that, is that oh, yeah. Was my skin really that bad? <laughs> yeah. no, no, stop it. Yeah, yeah, so interesting experience, that, hearing it again, you know, after a year. Mm. Do you remember, does anybody remember where where like the different kind of stories and threads and things came from or does it all feel like a blur because we kind of shared lots of different characters and ideas didn't we but yeah, then other people would play them yeah i remember the first day when we were sat around and we were all just like talking about like you say people who maybe we possibly know in life that, and i was telling you about the character the old guy that was named amick it's really mm-hmm. old school and a bit <laughs> you know <name> the knuckle <laughs> but uh yeah is that the one yeah, that just... always says to you, never grow old? <laughs> it's what? Is that the guy that says to you, never grow old? That's the one. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's I remember you saying that. Yeah. yeah. Oh, don't ever get old, Sean. That's it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah. I'll try not to. So yeah. how, how are the scenario, each little scenario, how are they, de- they developed? Um, so we have like little exercises and stuff, didn't we? Like... Um, Especially like towards the beginning, we have little sheets of paper with characters or a, a scenario that we we need to develop, or and we just like run with it and yeah, like it. that that last one was the person who comes around and wants to borrow everything. Yeah, um, <laughs> yeah, the person who wants to come and borrow absolutely everything. As soon as that started, then I was like, oh, I know who right. this is. <laughs> I remember, I remember this character. Um, yeah. I, I don't want to spoil the second half, but is there going to be a bit where Chris is being a young child. Oh, oh. <laughs> no, I don't actually that think was, that oh, ended that, up. Yeah. That I remember you and Mo oh doing one in the first day that when we incredible. were just playing around <laughs> and you were on your knees, hey, and like Mo was, and you wanted your. I can't remember what you were asking for. Do you remember? Yeah, you, you'd, lo- you'd lost something, or you were trying, oh, you were trying yeah. to find something. Your Xbox or something. Yeah. yeah. Weren't we in the park? Or yeah, we're, when we was all walking around, there's different yeah, characters. I remember being a, into it. Being a toddler or something like that. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, so we picked a character to tell us who who we were supposed to be, and then something that we were trying to achieve. Hmm. I think was the basis of it. Uh, so Chris got toddler and trying to trying to get his Xbox or something along yeah, those lines. Yeah, along those lines. Yeah. Uh, there was somebody whose car was parked and they couldn't get out, so they had to find out whose car it was. So there was all these scenarios that we had to just sort of yeah literally as we're walking around in this room if we bumped into somebody we had to sort of then play that character to that person mm-hmm. but they was playing one back to you as well because you were someone from the green party weren't you oh yeah yeah i remember the opening bit they're talking about chopping wood mm. i remember that because i was sat, I was sat outside and I, I remember being a bit I didn't know what to say, you know, you, you, what was, if walls could talk was mm. the phrase. Mm. I remember thinking like, afterwards, what were I about, you know, like, oh, the way I said it didn't just, you know, you just think I'm talking, like, like Dean said, you were yourself, did I say that? I'm talking rubbish there, what, what am I about? <laughs> and you want to like clarify or like, I'm like, anyway, I'll just clarify what I actually meant. But yeah, I remember that sitting outside and it was a nice sunny day. And I also remember the chessboard bit and stuff. And yeah. yeah. 
Yeah, because that was quite difficult because like Ray's and there's yours about privacy where we just like yeah. gave you a phrase or Sat in front of the camera and then said, really. right, you've got 60 <laughs> seconds to talk. That's what leaked yeah. you up. And then we just handed yeah. over yeah. the paper yeah. Yeah. and then it was just like whatever automatic came yeah. out really. Yeah. And then you did, you had your, what was it, the unspoken rules, which comes up a bit later. Do you remember? So. I don't remember. <laughs> 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 you're good. We're really hard to do because you were just on the spot and like after I thought of loads of things that I could have said yeah. that yeah. I didn't say yeah. but like while they're just like it's like when you're on the spot you can't remember anything. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That's the good yeah, thing about Ray's one. video you see her go through all those emotions yeah. where she's yeah. like yeah. what do people what do I need? And then it's like what do other people need? What do I want? What yeah. do I want? And what it circles around isn't it? Yeah. It's the kids and then like when yeah. I first watched that bath I was just like yeah. Yeah. But yeah. a lot of those, like me and Sophie, kind of plucked out of things we'd overheard in the street, or like those first few days when we came together and we were writing things down and everyone was sharing stories. We were just like, you know, we had those big sheets of paper, we were yeah. just writing out things people were saying. So it's kind of this like combo of things that you'd all contributed in those first, mm. like the first days where we were in the club and then just kind of, yeah, went through and kind of wrote them down. Because yeah. I was thinking about, um, you know, when it is shown this week, it's potentially going to be seen by. Um, you know, people ac- across the world, really, and certainly people in Leeds who might know Beast. And I, I was wondering about what, to what extent, to you as people who live there, what, to what extent, um, what it's like seeing, you know, the places really familiar to you, shown in in a in a quite a different way, um, and if you have a sense of how. Um, not necessarily how accurate it is, but um, what what you think other people might um, uh, take away from um, yeah seeing the film, uh, take away from um, you know what the area is like. Um, well, I I was uh, born in Beeston, um, and we soon after moved to Wortley. So Beeston's kind of uh, familiar, but not quite home, if that makes sense. So it was really nice to hear everyone um, talking about their experience here, and I kind of lived vicariously through you guys. Um, so it all it all kind of clicked, um, but it was really nice to get that different perspective about um, the area. And I think um, this film will really kind of humanise Beeston, because a lot of people see um, kind of the the more uh, poverty stricken areas as just like some statistic or um something that people need to take pity over or but it like there's life there and there's more life there than most places so yeah i'm excited for people to uh, to get that different perspective yeah i think i think people who've been to beast will see some of those things so i i did a spoken word piece about growing up in beeston mm-hmm. and when i saw the bit of the um what I call the quarry, where the football pitches and there's this the path going up and then the steps. Um, that's where we filmed it, and loads of people saw that, and then it reminded them of their childhood. So I'm hoping if people see different parts of Beeston, it'll sort of attach to good memories. Um, yeah. And again, like it's been said, we have such a sort of negative reputation in Beeston because you only ever hear about it on the news when something terrible happens, and we have had a handful of sort of 
terrible incidents. But after that spoken word piece went out, um, somebody got in touch with me and said, because there's a line in it that says about how the community spirit's changed. And they said, you need to come and meet these people. So I went and met some amazing people who are even from Beeson, they've moved to Beeson and they're doing all these amazing things behind the scenes. Um, community organizers, you know, campaigning for better stuff to be in Beeston. Um, and it's just sort of, it opened, that opened my eyes up to what, you know, you've, you you don't get that sort of community spirit in areas where they don't really need anything because people just get on with their lives. Um, but when you have got the people who need to come around and ask to borrow stuff and you've got people who are there that can lend stuff, it sort of creates this little community inside it. So yeah. that's, that's something we what came across. The first time I saw it is that, yeah, the humanity is a really good way of, you know, the focus on people um, is not, you know, something that you would normally associate with that uh, right you say it's it's reduced more often to statistics and perceptions which are kind of really broad ranging rather than you know about individuals so. I was just gonna say when you were talking about um, community organizers it feels probably quite important to mention Katrina who like if we hadn't have met when we first moved on the residency we probably wouldn't have met any of you because <laughs> um, she introduced us to the working men's club um, and like kind of really sort of plugged us into like even just things like that Facebook page the Save Beeston or like the local newspaper and stuff um, and was the kind of connector the sort of glue between um, us I think and um, yeah those people are super important aren't they like as bridges um, in places like Beeston. Yeah. yeah, and they're kind of the glue as well, aren't they? Like all that you were saying that kind of bring people together or get things going or... And like I think for when we were, that's something we noticed straight away was that how much grassroots stuff was going on and how like amazing it all was and just thinking about how all those little stories and little incidents that you like, you know, that happen out on the street and in the everyday are actually like the fabric and like the most vital things almost in life that you know, keep things going really. Um, yeah. I've, I've remembered Katrina put it in a WhatsApp group that we're in. <laughs> so she put, she put this, the project in the WhatsApp group um, and that's how I found out about it. Mm. As soon as she mentioned Katrina, I was like, oh yeah, that was it. makes sense now. <laughs> I remember now. How about you, Tybo? Because you were saying like, um, I remember when we were filming certain bits and you were like, oh no, my auntie lives there. I can't do it oh, on that yeah. corner. Like, how did it feel to be like, and maybe sitting on the wall like you were saying with the chest or like places that you know, but then being like, oh, I'm performing at, at home or like on my street or. I did feel really odd. Like when the cameras were on me and there were loads of cars, everyone just staying, I was like, oh. <laughs> feel a bit like a celeb here, but <laughs> it, it was funny. And my auntie drove past in the mop scene. And she's like, <laughs> I'm not famous yet, but hello. <laughs> and so. That was really odd because I have so many people who live here so I was really like what if they look at me outside the window that's going to be so embarrassing <laughs> but luckily the place where we filmed they were not even in the country so I was like oh I was worrying for no reason <laughs> so and then like for me I don't know there were so many little moments I guess of like kind of moving around or like I just remember lots of being, people being really curious especially the kids they're like such a big part of life in the street like when we were doing this thing where you were walking through the kind of back to backs and then yeah. there's like the crowd of kids by the end and we're like, like okay like look at the screen can we be in the film we're like just be quiet but you can have a 
Yeah, um, and they're all kind of creeping up and over and asking, like, are you filming over there? Or like, are you filming? <laughs> like, like, what is it? Where have we seen it? Which is really nice. But all so what was, what like, was, when's it going to be on YouTube? <laughs> what was your answer when people said, oh, you know, what are you, what are you making? Uh, we just said, uh, well, most of the time, depending on how long people hung about for, because some people just like wandering by, but we just said we were making a film like with people in the area and just telling kind of little stories and narratives. Um, that's what I remember, but it was quite hectic like when we were shooting. I remember just being like, oh, because even for me and Soph, like I think when we all got together, we said to you all, like, this is the first time we've also done something like this and trying to be really honest about the fact that we didn't know what it would end up either. Like, so. Uh, working with um, Lou and working with Martha to do the boom and the sound, like we'd never worked with like a videographer or a cinematographer, like so understanding even how like a take works and all that was totally new to us as well. Yeah. So it was like a lot, and then being like, oh, it's improvising, okay, like trying to make sure you guys sort of felt like comfortable and safe as well, and like that you sort of knew a bit of direction of like what was going, but we'd never like directed before, so it was kind of a lot for everyone. I think everyone was a bit like. <laughs> yeah, <But I> <laughs> like I was like vibrating after the day. Yeah, it's kind of a learn, yeah, a learning process for everyone mm. at the same time. She's nice. I think that, that helps to make it comfortable for people. Yeah, well, yeah, when you feel like you're all learning together, you, you feel a bit more side by side rather than yeah. you know the camera's pointing at you. We all know what we're doing. You need to know what you're yeah. doing. You know, like yeah. I think when you all pick it up together, it's a mm. bit more of that. Which yeah. is probably why it, it turned out like mm. it did. Yeah. No, absolutely. And maybe you, yeah, maybe it wouldn't have been comfortable for people to be involved in a project that was more like you know we want to come in and. Which is what which is what you mm. were doing. You were going into you know you you were going into an area, um, but not in the way that traditionally a kind of you know documentary crew might mm. go in. It was it's going in with a, a totally different um, uh, motivation. So yeah, yeah um, I think we were super aware of that, weren't we? So about being a sort of bottom up like process that was like built all together, it was co-produced rather than being like that thing where like you feel like people are like, going in and like sucking a story out or like mm. it felt like it just wanted to be yeah yeah, yeah it was very kind of it was like something. completely unexploitative which was amazing yeah because i think I, across the north of england <laughs> like generally particularly with more working class areas there is this yeah history of people just parachuting in and taking the images they want and getting yeah yeah getting i did something years ago as, as, as a teenager i remember um I don't remember where they were from, but they were interviewing children, kid teenagers who lived in certain areas where certain crime had gone on. So I wanted to hear stories about it, and I remember talking about an area and, and just saying about what you know. I don't know what like, what we did in the area and what how we spent our time. Yeah, we tried really hard, I think, in the edit as well to stay true to the sort of like to the different moods and moments and things that happen in like life so that it wasn't all just like doom and gloom, but it also wasn't all uh, everything's rosy, you know, like that it had a, a mixture of those things in. And I think in improv, that's really hard in itself, isn't it? Like um, I remember when we were trying to do it, like 
it's so tempting to go in like one direction with it and I think like the multiple times that you all did the takes things sort of got more like settled or more like complicated um and it was really nice when we were editing it to sort of see that happen and play out in the in the different takes and angles it was also like crazy to edit multiple <laughs> shots where people are saying slightly different things <laughs> each time um but I think yeah I kind of like the way that it's come out in that way yeah keeping yeah. some of the like humor because we laughed a lot I feel <laughs> so you would feel like then to like get rid of some of that or like the daftness or like those bits where people like don't know what they're saying next it felt important to keep some of that it's good to be rather... funny without trying as well, isn't it? There was no like, let's try and make a funny scene. Yeah, yeah. Just yeah, some just things where yeah. talk about this and it ends up being the funniest scene yeah. or the funniest moment. Yeah. I like, mm. I like that because that's been the more natural humour in it. Mm. Yeah, actual, yeah, like, like you and the bread and the toast. <laughs> <laughs> it's like it's a bit because <laughs> 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 we're all in the kitchen then, which is weird. You know, you know the downstairs bit, and like trying, we were all stuck up the stairs, like trying not to laugh because every time you guys did it, just went on one, and it was like, oh, it's so funny. And then you had the kids like running down, looking in the yeah. window. <laughs> it's like, yeah, lively. Yeah. yeah, and I guess it's important to say as well that, that it's not like you each played the same character throughout. You're kind of playing lots of different characters, but we didn't have like costume changes or anything like that. Um, and yeah, I wonder what you think. Does it feel like you start to see a character throughout or does it feel like you're playing very different people or...? Yeah, for me personally, I, I didn't think I was I was I was playing myself in any of those. Uh, I don't know about the rest of the guys. Um, each, each scenario was different. Um, but but just drawing back to something that you said previously about trying to make sure it wasn't all doom and gloom, and there was uh, there was a few fun elements in there. I was certainly conscious throughout. I had a few ideas in my mind about you know throwing in the odd one-liner and you know a bit of comedy, um, right. And at certain times, I certainly did throw those things in, hoping that it would alleviate some of the tension. Because uh, right, it is quite tense when you're sat, you know, standing there doing, right, doing improv. Uh, right, it's a stressful experience for most people, never mind uh, <laughs> just, uh, not just me. But I mean, it's stressful when you're doing it scripted, isn't it? But um, right, certainly more so when you've no idea what you're going to say. Right, so being able to throw in something that perhaps you previously scripted in your mind uh, helps relieve some of that tension. Mm. Yeah. yeah, I think you're all like remarkable at improv. Like I haven't, I mean, we've never worked with people in that way. So it was genuinely like astounded, like watching where things went in those first few days. And we didn't know, like we've worked with other people in other kinds of projects where we've done kind of experimental things or kind of like weird and wonderful things and like set things up to happen, but you never know each time. So it's the first time really working with actors like that. And I think on the first day in the second half when that park bit happened that you were all like talking about, we, we were just like standing back like, oh, because <laughs> you were all just like, yeah, it all just kind of kicked off and just being able to step back and see all these things come alive and everyone bouncing off each other was just like, oh, wow, it just like people can just go to really strange places and like with, yeah, it was really impressive. Yeah. Really. And because mostly I know some of you have done bits of acting, but not everyone had before, you know, so knowing that you can like draw on lines or like how to kind of behave or how to react is... Yeah, because yeah, at the end of the day, it's all just like human behaviour. Because we're all familiar with it, but it's it's weird having a camera pointing at you while you're doing it. 
so somehow you manage to just be yourself and not think too much on it and just do whatever feels natural mm-hmm. yeah were there any characters that you hated playing <laughs> I preferred playing the rude characters. I'm not you always got on one. Yeah. Because <laughs> <laughs> as long as it's far from me, then I'm fine with it. I think. But I think this this whole thing was probably the step that I needed to actually pursue screen rather mm. than stick. Well, stage as well, but screen. Because I didn't really think about doing screen. I was like, I don't want to watch myself on camera. Cause, mm. But with this I was able to like move forward and look into it more and practice it I guess mm. so without this I don't think I would have probably looked into screen further than I ever did so thanks yeah I always remember as well you two doing the sweeping scene <laughs> and be like these girls have never used a broom <laughs> <laughs> do you remember that oh, do you yeah. <laughs> And then you were just like fighting with them and we were like, no, like... Yeah, put some elbow grease on it, love. I've only ever used a hoover. Yeah, we're like, act it, just act the broom, you know? Uh, Jokes. Alright, what's the time? Should we watch some more? Yeah, does anyone want to add anything or should we go on to the the second portion? I think second, second half. Yeah, second. Oh, yeah. I was thinking <laughs> that last bit about how it's really difficult to categorise the sort of style of it, which is what I always try and do is think of what what something is sort of like, mm. um, and just wondered whether it, having seen it through, whether it reminds you of anything in terms of uh, other types of you know moving image, whether that's something on television because it's it's got all these elements of like documentary and then it's got kind of comedy um, and there's all sorts of yeah and it's structured in vignettes I just wondered if uh, if it made you think of any anything that you've seen I don't think I've ever seen anything mm. like I see I went to go see um, uh, what was that called Barton Place right at the Playhouse yeah and that was quite it had like snippets of Beaston and you know like um, while the play was going on in the backdrop was photographs of in and around Beeston not not video, but just you know the, the photographs stills. of graffiti mm. and yeah, stills of all sorts. And while this bat and place, which is just near us, um, while the play was going on. Hmm. Yeah, but it had that gritty, real feel. Yeah, yeah, it was. It, it, well, it was in back streets, mm. in back-to-back houses. It was set in, in the streets of back. Yeah. Yeah, I think Will just said, you know, about being like documentary <clears throat> style. Yeah, yeah, mm. that's that's yeah. similar to what it was. It was it was average people's. Snippets of their daily lives. Yeah. yeah, but I felt that too with with yeah, with Idle yeah. Acts. So with, that, you know, that film it was very very much it, yeah. documentary mm. style, wasn't it? Yeah. And it did. It felt real. Mm. Like, and hearing it again, you know, it felt even more real, yeah. even though it was completely made up. <laughs> <laughs> well, not everything though. Like some of the stories were from yeah. real life, weren't they? Or they were twisted. Or the yeah, starting point. Yeah. Like it was it was interesting hearing myself uh, uh, recite that tale about dog, mm. you know, getting the paggering from the teddy boy. That's a true story. Mm. Yeah. It, you know, it's a real story from Beeston. Is mm. that you know, it involved Charlene's brother, who who, who was the dog who got the paggering. Mm. 
And right, the snake. So hearing that again, look, you know, obviously I threw that into the mix. <laughs> the snake. You, know, you know, at the time it was, you know, interesting hearing it again. Hmm. Yeah, I think it's like those like surreal ones as well because the snake story that Charlene, I'm sorry, Charlene, um, Ray's doing in the car where she's sort of being Mo, who was a taxi driver, <laughs> and he was saying like how people always tell him like you know all their marriage problems or whatever, and then yeah, but this tale with the snake like happened one summer, and people were like up and down the street, and yeah, like come out someone's loo, right? So, so yeah, never look to the toilet the same again. <laughs> yeah, how did it like feel or like? Yeah, does it remind you guys of anything? Um, I don't think I've ever seen anything like this. I think it's pretty unique. Um, not that I can remember. But yeah, it's really interesting. Like, uh, it's got elements of, as you said, um, comedy and uh, an actual real life um, stories. So it's like a really nice mishmash. You can't hear me. I'm I mumble. I'm sorry. <laughs> yeah, but it's a really nice mishmash of um, of lightheartedness and um, something you can relate to, and also just having fun and just having a dance. Yeah, <laughs> it's nice. Yeah, it felt like it, it's, it's you know you sort of know people are playing a character. At the same time, it's a bit of a like you get that real feel of the stories and stuff that's being said as a real element to it. But obviously, you know by the way the, the scenes and the way people are talking that they're not. It's not a structured acted scene, so you do get that real element. Like you feel like, are, is it like a weird documentary and these people are just a bit off the wall, or are they making <laughs> characters up? And I think if you had sort of snippets of it, you might think that some we weren't playing characters like when you're still like Dean said you were playing a character and I felt is even though we're talking like I talk or what talking about real things I weren't being me still I was still trying to I don't know whatever the, that moment was or what we were doing so it, it has that little bit of a weird feel doesn't it like you're saying I don't, I don't see not like that because it's not normally either purposely a documentary or it's purposely a script or it's not it seems like it like fl flits in and out of being documentary and real to being acted to not being acted and that that mix like it, it comes across well and I think yeah mm. it, it should be balanced out in the edit as well like that yeah so yeah, yeah I've not seen it like that I've seen other stuff in Leeds where I've sort of thought I'd rather see more shots of Leeds than the actual thing I'm watching because <laughs> the, the story's been nice set in Leeds road, yeah. yeah and it's been nice <laughs> to end on that yeah because for me that's been part like for me that's a massive personally for Beeston because I've played football on that field and as a kid I used to go to Welland Road um, and I lived near there and I lived on that street not not the place but I lived in the street behind and same when you talk about the music playing the music I've had you know I remember there being in summer just generally the street noise was music loud music yeah. all different kinds of music and kids playing and stuff like that so it, that's captured as well and it feels like it's a weird memory like I might have made it in a weird you know like some of the scenes mm. which well, I, I think is nice <laughs> yeah well you know what I mean yeah like like yeah like it's it, it's it's a good shot of Beeston and Leeds as opposed to just being something that's we've got this story about these people we're going to set it in Beeston and you see I want that again I want that so and so recognise that area whereas I think like this it allows you to do that you get to see the places and, and hear some of the stories as opposed to trying to follow some long story and narrative mm. that's, that's yeah. not there yeah I think it also does what I was just thinking about it how it doesn't how this process of kind of moving uh 
what people are doing and who they're playing means that you avoid like caricaturing people mm. so which I think is really uh, it's really a healthy way of um, an honest and more truthful way of, weirdly even though everyone's I feel like the words become the story becomes the actual story done it rather than the person that's telling it because they look like a per like say trying hard to think of it now but you know like a scene where someone's talking about I don't know they, they do a job or whatever they don't have to look a certain way be a certain way it's all different characters and words that are just coming out where like like you say there's no like oh well you're talking about this therefore you must be I don't know part of that community or part yeah. of this it's, mm. it's all yeah. just yeah and it yeah. comes across when you're playing the the man in the yeah. pub yeah and you knew who you were playing as well didn't you because yeah. you're always in there and you're like I'm going to be one of the old boys <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, and like, it's like we started playing each other instead of playing ourselves. We started playing the people that were around us. Mm. I remember swapping actually, didn't we do swap, swap mm. bits of paper yeah, and say, I did yeah, that, now you do it. And they were, yeah, that was interesting. Yeah, yeah and even yeah, some we of the scenes around that you and developed. passing them all around and it were like, you were like copying the other person but putting your own twist on it. Mm. Yeah. I thought we, you, you were special when you were mentioning, it felt like, because your experiences in the club, You've got lots of those voices come out in you, and you say things that you've probably heard, or you like people you know. You'll like do impersonations of people, or say things, and it's like like that element as well. Like that whole club almost gets brought out through the way some of the characters and the way you've spoken and stuff like that. So it's, mm. it's good. Well, you guys might be a bit unhappy. You said it's ten pound pride. I think we were like sorry. Go. I was just gonna say that the. I don't know if it's. A, I've never seen anything like it before, and I thought it was absolutely brilliant. And it's made me think about some of the work we do and sort of the overlaying videos where you're hearing sound from one but seeing something else. I thought that was brilliant. I don't know whether it's a good thing or not yet that there's no narrative because it leaves people to make up their own mind about what's happening in each scene. So all I was thinking is this could be like this could be about mental health, <laughs> and you wouldn't you know if if you yeah. if you labelled this as um, mental health on council estates, <laughs> then people watch you be like oh yeah people Aww. do struggle with stuff like that you know because <laughs> you know if you just feed them like a little bit of a oh maybe it's about this then people yeah. will just be like oh yeah I see that yeah. but you could take mental health out and put sort of community spirit you could do all you could just interchange the topic and people will pick bits out and think oh yeah that mm. makes sense yeah. because there's nothing telling you what it's about mm. and I love that True. Yeah. I think I love that yeah it's very yeah, open to interpretation an art form that's telling you what I am I'm this and you're going to think this of me mm-hmm. it's sort of like this yeah. is what we just did and like you say piece, people yeah. can just go out yeah, I reckon yeah because it really could be loads of different things and you don't actually know this you is have it because you've got Chris shouting Dean for his bath Dean, who's a fully grown man, so you think, oh, maybe, maybe Chris is his carer. Yeah, like, maybe, maybe Dean needs a bath, and Dean well, would like getting a bath. The same with Ray when she said, "What do you need?" We'd worked out Dean needed a bath, so then he yeah. won't, just won't come for it. The bath. Yeah, 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 yeah. staying down there, yeah. not having a bath. So, yeah. Dean, Dean, have you had a bath since last year? <laughs> <laughs> have you had a bath since the start of lockdown, Dean? Yeah. <laughs> and a pe- whatever we're on that pizza, I don't remember. Don't, I don't 
well, Welk pizza, yeah, I'm yeah. a Welk pizza, yeah. But I think we were quite conscious <laughs> of, like, working against a lot of the stereotypes for the reasons that you all described earlier, because as soon as we started meeting people on our street and stuff when we'd moved in, everyone, and the paper, like, South Leeds Life, saying that they wanted to sort of reverse the narrative a bit, because... Because reporters aren't paid, then they only get like they're only reporting on court cases, and then therefore the news is only one version mm-hmm. of the story. So we wanted to like just like blow out all the perspectives, really, and even just like visually in Bisa, like you have all these like cut throughs that kind of mirror that, like different people who engage the world in different ways and see different parts of it. And so we kind of wanted it to be like as if you had this kind of weird, yeah, like pockets in and out of this place for and we I don't know it was like ended up sort of being like a 48 hours there's sort of two nights which ended up happening and even like result or like having something at the end because initially we had a shot of you because you remember like Lou as he walked off no you were like I know they're filming me no <laughs> we had this scene of Chris like, well. yeah, <laughs> walking off but then we were like but it doesn't end like yeah. this just is a, a moment in time so rather than like try and force yeah, like a structure on it or like a specific mm-hmm. meeting. It just felt like it's, well. it's frustrating living in Beeston sometimes. So there's, there's, I don't know if it's East Street Arts or somebody else, but somebody was going to put a sculpture uh, in Beeston and they put a story out about it and the whole response was just, well, it'll just get damaged or vandalised or and you just think, oh, so we should just never have anything nice. Mm-hmm. Um, and there's a street artist um, who's been nicknamed the Burley Banksy. Mm-hmm. So he's oh, put he's been doing um, electric boxes in Leeds United colours and stuff like that. And yeah, that's uh, one of oh, those yeah, colours. Yeah, yeah. So so yeah. they're brilliant to look at and it's nice and it it brightens up the 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 area. It brightens up the streets. And he's been on Twitter and said that he's not doing it anymore because he'll spend so much. He'll get commissioned to do it and then it gets graffitied over and then he has to go back and redo it for free. He don't get paid to 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 redo them. Um, so he's stopping doing it now because they're all getting vandalised. He did one as a, a memorial for someone who he knew that had passed, and that got vandalised. And he said, "That's it. Now I'm done." Um, and it's frustrating because we, you know, if if people like him do stop doing what they do, and if people do stop thinking, well, what's the point in putting a sculpture in Beeston if it is going to get damaged? Then we are just going to be another area with nothing nice to show. So things like this show that sort of yeah. that side to it, where we have we have got stuff to offer, and we we do have nice things and. It's nice to have nice things, and it's just getting people, more yeah, people, to appreciate nice things. Say, yeah. Like we just yeah. like thought, you have to cut that there. Like, you don't even need to know it's what nice happens. It's nice to have things. Yeah, I think yeah. it's you know Bruce at basement. He lives basement in art. basement project. Yeah. Is that where they've got the house? With yeah, the yeah, yeah. They invite people into the house. Yeah, it's it? Bruce that's um, working on having two two sculptures that are sort of situated. One sort of over the road from where he lives, and others by the out. Is it the Aldi? So I think he's still is still pursuing that. I think yeah. so. Um, <laughs> pretty, you know, he's 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 really good. I'm we sure. We should, and I think we should. It's just people's response. It's, every, it's always negative. It's a negative response to everything, mm. and it's frustrating. Yeah. But again, I think things like this will help people see that there's we do have some worth in Beeston, uh, in South Leeds, as a broader. You know. We, we can appreciate nice things, and we should we should have nice things. Mm-hmm. I just uh, the, the, the <laughs> scene like the, you mentioned it, Phil. I think with the the scenes where you went to voiceover, <laughs> like, I like that the use of that. Cause I feel like the, it highlights then that sometimes watching some there's it depends on it watching someone yeah. just the face speaking. It, you you 
I, I don't know, like you, the right, there's a right time isn't then to go away and start to like the words become something you're watching, like they're watching the feet when they were dancing and stuff like that around the playground, but there's still words over the top. I feel like that's a good way to, like, yeah, yeah it, it's that helps rather than like pointing to a message that helps to like it opens it up a little bit to interpretation, doesn't it? And I think there's a few lines like that where something's being said and you sort of like, then even though the scene wasn't clear, you know, it's irrelevant, it's the particular line that pops out maybe or a particular point in a scene and I, I find that and I, I reckon it's some you know it's one of those things that you could watch you watch again and you would pick out different lines and yeah. then you watch it again and you could pick out and then, and then because it's not you're not nailing down that we're talking about this subject or doing this thing you could watch it each time and so actually in that mode I watched it and I, that line stood out to me and like you mm -hmm. said that line resonated with the current point where I'm dealing with mental health issues or whatever or you might six months later you might watch it and go actually I found that scene funny mm. this time when I didn't laugh at it last time so there's yeah Dean Charlene Soph do you want to add anything before we wrap or any other thoughts questions uh, but the only thing I'd like to say is it, it's great seeing you guys again right? even though we're, we're very much social distance yeah I um, yeah. uh, love to catch up with you again uh, in person, maybe watching this 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 film again in the public space, um, and thank you for giving us the opportunity to work with you all. Likewise. Yeah, thanks, thanks for all of you. Well. It was amazing. We, we had a great time. I'd, I'd like to thank you for this award. <laughs> <laughs> Most appreciated, Gaffney Oscar. <laughs> <laughs> I think it was it was such a like yeah, weird experience for us as well when it came out. Like we learned so much in the process, and it was sort of more than we ever imagined like what would happen. So it's like, yeah. Thanks to all of you for being up for I it. I was just like, going to say, I don't, maybe you've already said it, but I couldn't hear you, but we've still got all the footage, if anybody yeah. still wants it, um, to make your own versions. Yeah, we've had this like, wow, wouldn't it be amazing if everyone like, made a version? <laughs> like, oh, oh my God. <laughs> 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 you know,